Hi, I'm Chris, and welcome to the Movies and Munchies podcast. In each review, I'll give you spoiler-free thoughts about the film and let you know if it's worth your hard-earned cash. I'll also tell you how family-friendly it is, just in case that's of interest to you. Again, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Two co-workers go on a bender after being stuck at their job for a really long time without getting to go home. Come on, is that really what The Lighthouse is all about? Well, on a really basic level, that is kind of what Robert Eggers' film is all about. The Lighthouse is a fantasy drama with a slight horror aspect. It stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, and they give phenomenal performances. I mean, they are so convincing on this just mad journey that we get to go along with them. The film is presented in black and white, and it was shot in an almost one-to-one -one ratio, which means it's pretty much square when you're viewing it on screen. So there are black bars on the left and the right of the screen. And it's actually pretty cool because what that does is it adds a little bit of an authenticity and an old or an antique feel to the film. The sound in this is awesome also. I mean, it is very unsettling with this foghorn that is constantly droning on. And then you combine that with gulls screeching and waves crashing, and then even this high-pitched kind of a whale. Now, not the kind of whale that swims in the ocean, but you know, the kind that would come from a voice box. The interaction between the two leads is wonderful also. I mean, the way that they play off of each other leads us to question what we're really seeing. I mean, and you combine that with the dialogue. I mean, Robert Eggers did a lot of research and used dialogue that was appropriate from the time period, kind of the late 1800s. I mean, he even got it from manuscripts just to make sure that it was, it was accurate. And so you combine all of that together and it just really, we're like, ooh, you're sucked in. And then you, with all of the imagery that you see and the action that's going on, you really do begin to question what's going on. I like that there's a lot of contrasting imagery in this also. I mean, you have light and dark, young and old, life and death, and the way that they all come together, it just creates this story that sucks you in. Now, I mentioned the dialogue and how Eggers did his research and, and just pulled in real world dialogue from manuscripts and just works from the time period. I wish though that the first time Willem Dafoe speaks, that he actually wouldn't have been saying anything that was probably important because his dialect, his accent, everything that he says, and then also just the words that he's saying are foreign. Not like they're non-English, they, he's speaking English, but it was just, it took a beat for me to understand what he was saying. And so I felt like I missed a sentence or two that could have been key to something that he's talking about. Now, maybe it's not, but I just would have liked, maybe give us one or two words before you lead into something like a monologue. If you're into cinematography, this one is beautifully shot almost all of the time. I mean, the way that they use light mixed with shadow to just suck your eye in, and then the way that just they frame the shots to give us just this really great view, and it sets the scene. I mean, it is black and white, It, which is, first off, is it can be done really, really well. And in this, I think it is. I mean, you have waves crashing. You just, it really builds the world 
for what we're seeing. And the way that they frame the shots too is outstanding, especially because you figure they're working with a square. They're not working with that traditional 16 by nine or whatever, the widescreen format that we're so used to seeing now. I mean, think back to your old TV where it was almost a square. That's kind of like how it is. And for them to be able to just compose their shots and get it in there so that things don't feel like they're way off frame or just like really odd, but in a way that feels unique as well. I mean, it was just beautiful to look at. The story is layered and it's even misdirecting at times. And that's something that I love because what that means is that's gonna add a level of rewatchability to it for me so that I can go back and pick up other clues to maybe something that I was missing. Now, don't get me wrong, I understand the film. It's not like something that's so out there that you're like, wait, what's going on? But there is enough mystery in it or to the story itself where I feel like there are some gems that I haven't uncovered yet. The film did feel just a little long as we got towards the end of it, but honestly, I don't think there's anything that I would cut out. Nothing seemed extraneous or just drawn out. So I, I think maybe it was just, maybe there's a slight pace thing, or maybe it was just me, my expectation of how long I thought the film was and versus how long it had actually been going on, or maybe that I felt like, oh, we're getting towards the end, but maybe we're not. Now, just like in Robert Eggers' other film, The Witch, The Lighthouse employs an animal character who is strong, stubborn, and funny. This go around though, it's a seagull. And just because I mentioned The Witch, don't draw any conclusions about what you think The Lighthouse may or not be about. Those two stories have nothing to do with each other. They are not connected at all. I just found it funny that he has two movies, and in both of them, he has an animal character in them. This is an art house film, but I think it's accessible to just about everybody. I mean, it's not overly pretentious or snooty. It's not preaching at you. It's just a good, entertaining story that happened to be a festival darling. There is sex, nudity, profanity, and violence. I give The Lighthouse four out of five couches. Thanks for joining me on Movies and Munchies. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider subscribing and tell your friends. You can also watch my movie reviews on YouTube. Just click the link in the podcast description or search Movies and Munchies on YouTube. I'm Chris. This is Movies and Munchies. Thanks for couching with me.